Hey, Bird. Sorry I'm late. Thanks for setting up my chair. Harmon, what the hell is that all down the front of your pants? Oh, shit. I-, I thought it was dark enough that nobody would see it. Does it show? Yeah, it shows. What is it? Pancake batter and maple syrup. Pancake batter and... Maple syrup. Oh, and egg yolk. How the hell? Oh, don't blame me, Verge. It was that damn dog of yours. He ran right under my feet while I was carrying a big old bowl of pancake batter to the cooler. You know, to let it rest overnight for tomorrow's breakfast. Batter went everywhere. And the maple syrup and egg. Well, after Aloysius tripped me, which he did on purpose, I know he did. Herman, he's just a dog. No, he's not. He's a furry little Dr. Nope. He's got an evil mastermind lair down in the basement because he's working with the cats to eliminate mankind and take over the world. Get on with it. What happened after you tripped? Well, I was dancing like Joe Cocker on speed, windmilling across the kitchen floor and trying to stay upright, and I slid right in the cart where I'd set up all the syrup dispensers for tomorrow's breakfast. Uh, we're going to need to order some new syrup dispensers. <sighs> Harmon? You remember in A Wonderful Life how Zuzu said every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings? Oh, Zuzu. And her petals. I love that movie. Well, for you, it's every time a glass breaks, Virgil orders plastic. Plastic syrup dispensers? Virgil, no. That's just tacky. Harmon, you're running a diner in Mucky Landing. Tacky is the new black here. What about the egg? The what? The egg. You said there was egg yolk on your pants along with the batter and syrup. You know, I don't know how that got there. Looking at it under the streetlight here, might be egg, might be mustard. Well, you could have done a better job of cleaning it off. You look like you stole those pants off a homeless guy with an intestinal condition. Well, I tried, but I had to get the batter and syrup cleaned off the floor and cabinets first. By the time I got to my pants, it was mostly dried. I'll throw them in the washer when I get home tonight. I'd suggest throwing them in the trash. Hardy har har, Verge. Looks like a pretty big crowd down by a little off the top. Yeah, everybody's getting organized down there between Forney's Barbershop and the Tasty Queen. Should be starting any minute now. They're always late, you know that. God, I wish we could be in it again. If we were in the parade, who'd be there to watch it? I mean, practically everybody else in town is already in it. Everybody except us. You know why we're not in it. Ah, jeez, Verge, that was years ago. Isn't there a statue of imitations on youthful hijinks? You were 38. You're lucky they still allow you to watch it after what happened. Ah, come on, Verge, it wasn't that bad. Not that bad. That Fourth of July parade has gone down in infamy. Oh, here we go. You should never have brought those sparklers. I wanted some sparklers to jazz up my Uncle Sam character a little bit. Because all he does is walk. Live with it. If you had just stuck with walking with your damn sparklers, we'd have been fine. Couldn't help it, Verge. I got inspired by the baton twirlers from the high school. I saw them and I thought, that's what Uncle Sam needs. Showmanship. No, he didn't. Who the hell tosses lit sparklers in the middle of a crowded parade? Well, according to the police report, apparently I do. And I was doing it really good, too. Everybody around me was oohing and on every time I threw them, so I tossed them a little higher each time. It was just that last one that got away from me. It came down on the Yoder's buggy and set Gertrude's tail on fire. No, it didn't. Oh, right, you mean Gertrude the horse, not the Yoder's great-aunt Gertrude. You know, I always wonder why they named their great-aunt after a horse. Just confuses things. I think it was the other way around, Harmon. So, when Gertrude bolted... The horse or the great aunt? The horse. 
Gertrude bolted, Luke and Uncle Yoder both fell out of the buggy she was pulling, and by the time Luke caught up with her to put her tail out, she'd taken out three cheerleaders, the lemonade stand, and half the senior steppers. I hate to say it, Birch, but I don't think anyone was real disappointed about not seeing the senior steppers doing their putting on the Ritz dance routine for the millionth time. What with all those canes and walkers and wheelchairs? It's like they aren't even trying anymore. Then Luke had to talk Chief Chief out of shooting poor Gertrude to put her out of her misery. The horse or the... The uh, horse. That horse was just fine. She was only missing part of her tail. Plus, there was the added advantage of being able to tell whenever the odors were in town on account of the smell of burnt hair. Well, you know Chief Chief. Always on the lookout for an opportunity to wave that gun of his around. He was just itching to shoot that horse, which didn't sit well with the Yoders or the marchers from the SPCA. They started yelling at him, which got the marchers from the FOP all riled up. And the next thing you know, we got a full-on bloody brawl going on in the middle of the street between the retired cops, the animal lovers, and the Amish. Whole parade got canceled before it even got started good. Nobody was really hurt, though. Well, except Gertrude the horse and Uncle Yoder. But most of Gertrude's tail grew back, and Uncle Yoder did learn to walk again. Yeah, but now he sleeps with livestock and can't say anything but bullshit. I find that quaint. As a result of all that, you are banned for life from participating in any parade held in the Greater Mucky Landing Ditchwater Metropolitan Area. Yeah, the one I really miss is the Hanukkah Hullabaloo Parade. Nobody's letting you anywhere near a lit menorah. Man, this town sure can't hold a grudge. Hey, how about Smyrna? They have parades. Yeah, they don't want you either. Oh, well, live and learn. Probably should have practiced my sparkler twirling ahead of time. Ooh-wee, it's cold out here, isn't it? Got you covered. I got a mug for you right here. Oh, thanks, Verge. Hold it up where I can see it. I don't want to add wood stove coffee to that mess on your pants. I don't know. Your wood stove coffee might melt some of this crud. Nope, not going to waste good wood stove coffee on your nasty-ass pants. I used the good stuff in this batch since it's Christmas. Ooh, four roses or old crow? Old crow. Oh yeah, that'll warm you up. Looks like the Henry Heimlich High School Marching Band and cheerleaders are getting ready down there. I just hope we can get through this year's parade without any bloodshed. That would be nice. Yep, yep, here we go. Looks like we got three cheerleaders this year. Big squad. Who's that with the big baton? Did you forget Evan Rude Twilly got head cheerleader this year? Oh, right. Duh. You know, I'd like to think I had something to do with that. How are you responsible for Evan Rude Twilly getting to be head cheerleader? Well, it's on account of that summer job she had with us, part-time waitressing at the diner. I don't even know how many trays of food she dropped when she first started serving and bussing. I worked with her all summer, training her in the ninja arts of lifting and balancing and... By the time school started, she was only breaking two or three glasses and plates a day. That would explain why the diner barely broke even last summer. I'm sure all that body coordination and mental focus work improved both her cheerleading and her twirling. Right. One more time! You see the first lieutenant there behind Evan Rude? That's my niece, Vanita, my sister Veronica's oldest. No surprise there. She's following in her mama's footsteps, all right. Her life ambition has been to make the Heimlich High cheerleading squad. 
Don't know what she's going to do with herself once she graduates. If she graduates. Yeah. If she follows her mama's footsteps too close, she'll be living in a single white and pushing a stroller instead of framing a sheepskin. Portabella Firkin seems to be doing pretty good there, considering. Yep, she's second lieutenant this year. Why is she on crutches? Fell in her dad's grease pit over at the Lubentune, broke her left arm and her right leg. Huh. Well, she's doing good anyway. Hey, Portabella, you go, girl. Harmon, what the hell? Yikes. Girl's got a hard enough time trying to twirl and walk at the same time without you distracting her. She probably lost a couple of teeth there. Sorry, Birds, I wasn't thinking. I don't think it's that bad, though. Look, the other girls are helping her get up. And she's only bleeding a little. That's got to be a new record for parade bloodshed. Oh, look, here come the Shriners. I liked it better when they had those little cars instead of those teeny little tricycles. I don't know what Uncle Boone was thinking, letting you take a spin on his bulldozer. Yeah, he definitely should have known better. Well, you know Boone, though. He was pretty tanked that day. That was a great party until you backed over the storage shed where he let the Shriners keep their cars. Well, if Boone had explained the controls better, it never would have happened. You know, I'd probably join the Shriners if they didn't make you wear those red ice cream cone hats. I'll stick with my baseball cap. Thank you very much. Hope they're tossing some good candy this year. Hey, guys, over here. Ow! Oh, good aim, fella. Shit, peppermint balls. I hate peppermint. Ow! I, I, hey, that's okay, guys. I got enough, thanks. Ow! Okay, cut, cut it, son of a bitch. Hey, stop. I, that last one almost got me in the eye. Birch, make him stop. God damn it. Ow! Okay, you got me in the eye. Happy now? What the hell, man? I mean, what the hell? I think they recognized you. So, what's this float coming up? Oh, hey, Psycho Bob. Look, Verge, it's Psycho Bob up there. So, the Cheerful Hands Parolee Paradise Group Home put together a float this year. Well, that's interesting. And just a little unnerving. <laughs> Look, Psycho Bob's trying to chew through his chains. That guy, what a nut. Yeah, he's a real hoot until somebody winds up disemboweled. Oh, and here comes Mayor Dunkel driving his big old convertible with all the queens in it. Uh, let's see. There's Joella Dickerson. She's the peach queen. Maggie Mosley is soybean queen this year. And the poultry queen is Lula Barnes. And there's Brad Spitzel. Looks like he finally got this year's Scrapple Queen crown. I know he worked on his elbow-elbow, wrist-wrist pageant way for months. Ooh, a lot of commotion in that car. Hooey, look at the hair fly. I always said Scrapple and chicken don't mix. Oh, here comes my sister Velma's float. Oh boy, my favorite. Wow. The girls from the Tits and Grits really knocked themselves out this year, didn't they? Look, they got a life-size gingerbread house and big old candy cane stripper poles. Very impressive. Boy, that Trixie sure knows how to work a pole, doesn't she? Those are some brave girls. I'm surprised pasties aren't popping off all over the place, cold as it is. What's this next one? Here today, gone tomorrow, temp agency. Huh, that's a new one. Yeah, I don't recognize anyone on that float. Well, looks like they're throwing flyers or brochures or something. Hey, over here. Here, I got some. What are they? Looks like resumes. What? Who said that? Who called me Beverly? Whoa, Harmon, that had to be Doral. I heard somebody say, hey, Vergie, hey, Beverly, and nobody else calls me Vergie. And nobody but me and Doral knows your middle name is Beverly. And that's the way I want to keep it. Wow, you really think it was Doral? 
Maybe we're finally going to meet her in person. Where, where is she? Do you see her? I want to see what she looks like. Harmon, she could be standing right in front of my nose, and I wouldn't recognize her unless she opened that mouth of hers to insult me. I've only talked to her on the phone, just like you. I don't see anybody waving or trying to attract our attention. It came from over that way. You think she was one of the gals on that float? Might have been, but they're gone now. Crap. There were some good-looking gals on there. You know, Virg, I kind of go for that buttoned-up, tight skirt and glasses secretary look. Especially when they're wearing four-inch heels and got their hair in a bun. I've seen a lot of porn where hiring a gal like that turned out pretty good. Dream on, Harmon. You know stuff like that never happens in Mucky Landon. Well, maybe not, but I'm always the optimist, Verge. Can't help it. Damn, we came this close to finally seeing what she looks like. Fucking, Fucking Doral. Well, looks like that's about the last of the parade. That's it? But where's Santa Claus? There's supposed to be a Santa Claus float at the end of the parade. Oh, that's it right there? What, that? That's just a kid dressed as an elf pulling a radio flyer wagon with a dog in it. Hey, is that Aloysius wearing a Santa hat? Yep, and that's my nephew Elvis in the elf suit. He's my second youngest sister, Velveeta's kid. Well, where's the real Santa Claus? Santa isn't real, Harmon. You know that. Oh, you know what I mean, Burge. Well, I talked to Mayor Dunkel when I was waiting for you right before the parade started, and I got the lowdown. Seems Mitch Pohunk from over to the radio station was going to play Santa, but he kept falling out of the sleigh on account of he spent most of the day keeping company with a bottle of wild turkey. The parade committee almost got booty sheets to replace Mitch, but he balked when it came to putting on the Santa pants, or any other kind of pants. Then they found out that Uncle Boone's ex-wife refused to let her team of wiener dogs pull the sleigh again this year, and of course the Amish haven't brought their horses to the parade since the Gertrude incident. The horse or the... Just stop uh... it. They were going to get a bunch of kids in elf suits to pull the sleigh instead, but Psycho Bob kept threatening to eat anybody with pointy ears, so the kids all went home crying. Well, all of them except Elvis. He loved Psycho Bob for some reason. There was no way to get the sleigh off the ground, so to speak, and nobody to sit in it if they did, so they just gave up. Why didn't Mayor Dunkel ask you to do it? You could have driven your car and thrown candy out the window. Maybe aim for some of those son-of-a-bitch Shriners. He asked me. I turned him down. Why? Because sitting here with you watching this shitty parade is a tradition, Harmon. You don't mess with tradition. You know, that 4th of July parade that got me banned was a lot more fun. Yep, sure was. Hey, raise your mug there. To good friends. Merry Christmas, Harmon. Right back at you, Verge. Oh, that was a real hallmark moment there, wasn't it, Verge? Harmon, just shut up. Oh, come on, Verge. Where's your Christmas spirit? Go wash your pants. You've been listening to A Very Mucky Christmas Parade, featuring Mike Polo as Virgil Slatter, Bruce Leister as Harmon Truesdale, Dave Crown as Psycho Bob, and Patty Gatto as Terrell Bernstein. Sound effects were provided by Pond5.com with additional foley by Mike and Chris Polo. The Mucky Landing theme song and incidental music was written and performed by the infragably hypervigilant Jim Rezac of JimRezacMusic.com. A Very Mucky Christmas was written by Chris Polo and Bruce Leister. From all 476 and a half of us here in Mucky Landing, 
we'd like to wish all of you Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year.